BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Oh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do is answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome everybody to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Buck here and Clay and I have quite a lot to get to today with you. We are here together in Nashville, Tennessee. And let's just say that it's a tough week for the Biden administration. Unfortunately, also a tough week for America in many ways. You've got Thousands of Americans stuck in Afghanistan, in and around Kabul. Biden White House just caught beyond flat-footed. Looks like they have no idea what the heck is going on sometimes. How many Biden voters regret their decisions? We've got some data for you on that. Clay is going to break it down for you. The backlash against vaccine passports already underway in NYC. Video and photo circulating of... The papers, please, NYC, Big Apple approach here, which I'm going to be heading back into in just a couple of days, and I'm still furious about it. Plus, COVID boosters official now. That's what they're telling you. you got to get that COVID booster at some point, which is what we've expected and what we've said is going to happen here. And uh, also, Carrie Underwood liked an anti-mask tweet from one of our guests earlier in the in the week on Twitter and trended as a result of it, the very famous, uh, very beloved country singer getting a taste of the temporary cancel culture. Plus, we've got Rob O'Neill, former Navy SEAL, and the man who was on the mission to uh, to take out bin Laden will be with us in hour two. And Amber Smith, former DOD official, also a Kiowa combat pilot in Afghanistan, will be joining us in hour three. And these are these are some of the guests we've got for you. Plus, we might even have some other uh, veterans calling in today to tell us what they think about what's happening. But let's start with this. What is the Biden administration doing to get people out of Afghanistan, Americans out of Afghanistan? There are so many layers here, Clay. For one, the prioritization of Americans first to get out is something this administration seems to reject at this point. And also now we have the ambassador, Linda Thomas-Greenfield, just last night, uh, ambassador at the United Nations, she says that we should have a very, well, actually, I'll let her say it. Play one. 
and we have expressed in no uncertain terms here at the United Nations through a very strongly worded press statement from the Security Council that we expect the Taliban to respect human rights, including the rights of women and girls. We have also indicated that they have to be respectful of humanitarian law. I mean, a strongly worded letter, Clay, the Taliban is terrified. This is the logical extension, I think, Buck, of Twitter taking over diplomacy in the 21st century in many ways. Let me explain what I mean by that. We have an entire generation now of leaders, particularly Democrats, who believe that all that matters is what is said on Twitter. They don't pay attention to actions. They pay attention, by and large, to words and what trends. It is embarrassing to the United States, that we have one of the greatest violators of human rights in the history of the world, and we are bragging about the fact that we sent a very strongly worded press statement uh, that expects for the Taliban to obey law. Look, you know this, Buck. People who are strong and powerful and violent do not care about your favored pronouns. They don't care about what... You are trending on Twitter. They care about raw power. And we've got an entire generation of Americans because they have been able to move this country by whining on Twitter that thinks they could beat modern day Nazis by sending them mean tweets, right? And this is not how the world works. And I think what's going to happen, Buck, is all of these different viral videos of what's actually going on in Afghanistan are going to start to get uh, released, and people are going to say, man, the things that go on in the world can be pretty awful, right? Because what people get upset about, by and large, on a daily basis in America is not that significant, and all these woke companies, they come back and they apologize and they curl up in the fetal position, And this is the logical extension of this. This is embarrassing that we are bragging about a very strongly worded press statement that the Biden administration put out against the Taliban. I do think it's also useful to compare and to really show some of the differences here, because right now the the media is desperate to find some narrative where this is not a catastrophe for the Biden administration. We have on. Some Democrats are already saying, wow, I I mean, and a lot of independence and a lot of independence. I really shouldn't have voted for Biden. Turns out, Joe, old grandpa Joe in the basement, who's sort of, you know, doddering, doddering around, doesn't know what time it is, what's going on, wasn't the best choice for commander in chief. Not a big shock. But the basis of foreign relations should be or foreign policy, which I know for a lot of people like oh, foreign policy. Let's get into the domestic stuff. Well, this is actually also good to give you a sense of what the philosophies, different philosophies between left and right are in this country in a more general sense. But for foreign relations, it's who are your friends, who are your enemies? Do they know the difference? Does it make a difference? And you can start there, right? That's that's just a basic framework for approaching these problems. And to compare what we're seeing now with the Biden administration, not just the disaster of the tactics here, but the, the lack of honesty, the lack of foresight, and the real sense that people have that, the Taliban is much less scared of Biden than they were no of doubt. Trump. This is a reality. And anyone says, oh, why is that true? Trump had the uh, the military take out Qasem Soleimani, the That's head right. of the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps, Quds Force, the external operations arm 
of uh, of the supposed to start World War Three, if you remember Twitter, uh, believe that, right? And and you know this he was an IRGC commander, and this guy, if if you took him out, Clay, he was like a made guy in the mafia, like you could never do that. Trump took him out, and what really happened? The Iranians fired off a kind of basic salvo at a base. But that sent a very powerful message because that guy had American blood on his hands. He was, and for all of our veterans out there who served in Iraq, you know exactly what I'm talking about. He was behind the creation of the EFPs, the explosively formed penetrators that were designed specifically not to go after Iraqis that were fighting alongside us so much as to go after Americans in up-armored Humvees, in MRAPs, and puncture them and kill everybody inside. That guy had straight up American blood on his hands, and Trump said he's done. Yes. And turned him into a dust cloud. That's what happened. The Biden administration, it's just the reality, folks. They want to send strongly worded letters about stuff like this. They have a different approach that results in a different outcome. And that is what we are seeing right now. And look, it's important for us to acknowledge what's going on on the ground in Afghanistan right now. There are reportedly over 10,000 American citizens who are unable right now to get to the airport. And by the way, the American government has already told all these people, we can't guarantee you safe transit to the airport. The Taliban has taken over the ring around the airport. You've probably seen a lot of different videos on television and certainly uh, uh, on social media and also have seen interviews with American citizens who are trapped inside of their homes in Afghanistan, they can't get out. We don't know what kind of hostage situations might emerge, Buck. We don't know what kind of, unfortunately, deaths might emerge. And we don't know how bad this is going to get. But the idea that we are close to getting all of the Americans out of Afghanistan safely, I'm not even talking about all of the people in Afghanistan who worked alongside of us. I'm talking about American citizens The idea we're going to get these people out safely is very much uncertain at this point. And this could get so much worse. It's already a catastrophe. I don't know what's worse than a catastrophe, Buck. I don't know. But we're going to get worse before they get better. It's gone beyond optics. That's what everyone's realizing. It's not just, oh, look at the video of people swarming the tarmac and and the, the recognition of the lack of Biden administration I'm just saying lack of planning. It's it's stunning how inept they are. And this is supposed to be Biden, you know, 40 plus years of being a steady hand in foreign policy. The Democrat aligned corporate media says, I mean, they pretend like this guy was the great foreign policy mind of the Obama administration, which I do think it's worth reminding everybody. The eight years of Obama's time. There are a lot of things right now that you could all say, wow, Obama messed that up or wow. I thought this was a really terrible decision. But it's probably more difficult for the Obama partisans out there to defend his foreign policy record than anything else. I mean, and that's saying a lot, as you know. I mean, we could talk about Obamacare. We could talk about a lot of things. But on foreign policy, the Obama administration was a disaster. And Joe Biden was supposed to be the steady hand behind that. This goes to Clay, to your point, beyond optics, because we have thousands of Americans who are in Americans who are in harm's way right now. And there is no real plan. And Jen Psaki, the White House press secretary, is already out there telling everybody that, you know, look, we we can't make any guarantees here, folks. There are Americans who are stuck in Afghanistan. We pulled the plug and we'll see how it goes. Play two. 
Our focus right now is uh, undoing the work at hand and on the task at hand, and that is day by day getting as many American citizens, as many SIV applicants, as many members of a vulnerable population who are eligible to be evacuated to the airport and out on planes. Uh, and we're going to do that in an expeditious fashion. That is the focus of the President, of our Secretary of Defense, of our Secretary of, of State, uh, and everybody on our national security team. Uh, so that, that is where we will keep our efforts. Can't offer any guarantee that they're going to get them all out of Afghanistan. They don't know who, how many are there, Clay. They don't know how they're going to get them out. And people looking at this would say, well, hold on a second. Why is it that they weren't flying people out for months? We had my friend Matt Zeller on the, I mean, a, a yes, clip of him yesterday. Him He's yesterday. been work, working to get people out for years, Clay. When we come back, Buck, I want to hit your point is how inept Biden has been. The intelligence agencies are turning on Biden in a big way. Front page New York Times. When the front page of the New York Times is taking shots at Joe Biden, uh, and the headline is on the front page, contradicting Biden, reports warned of a rapid collapse. Front page New York Times going after Joe Biden's claims that nobody could have seen this coming. I'm going to read you some of the quotes from this front page report, and it goes to the discussion we've had of, Nobody's lining up right now, Buck, to defend Joe Biden in any way. And we've got some blockbuster, I would say, results from a poll that has just come down from Rasmussen reports about how many people, Democrats and independents, are already regretting their vote for Joe Biden. In fact, that poll tells us that if the election were being held today, that Donald Trump would win in a landslide. I'm going to give you some of those data, and also we'll talk about that New York Times uh, story. But in the meantime, people with chronic everyday pain, they're looking for the right solution, whether it's dealing with everyday pain or a family member. You need to know about Relief Factor. Diana in Texas discovered how well it worked for her. She said she had stopped exercising because of pain. After one month on Relief Factor, she could move around with relative ease and begin working out again. She can now lift both her arms over her head, even with five-pound weights. Diana is one of hundreds of thousands of people who ordered Relief Factor with about 70% of them going on to order more. I know your mom and dad, Buck, my wife, they're using it. And they love it. It's a remarkable level of success they have found. Relief Factor is a 100% drug-free product, which addresses joint pain, knee pain, hip, back, neck, and shoulder pain. And if it didn't have these incredible results for so many people, I wouldn't have told my parents to take it. And now they're taking it all the time, and they love it. They feel like it really does give them relief from those everyday aches and pains. It was created by doctors based on scientific research. Relief Factor helps your body reduce pain and inflammation associated with aging, exercise, and everyday living. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor and about, check this, 70% of them go on to order more. Join the more than half a million people and order the three-week quick start for only nineteen ninety-five. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to get the nineteen ninety-five three-week quick start developed for you. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. That's 800 800- The number four relief, relief factor, feel the difference. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. 
It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest Toothpaste, Secret Deodorant, Old Spice Deodorant, or Gillette Razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show, Wednesday edition. Hope all of you are having a fantastic day. Wherever you are, we are breaking down this mess that continues to grow, a mushroom cloud, unfortunately, in Afghanistan. Will people be able to get out safely who are American citizens? We hope. We don't know. There are a lot of them in incredible danger right now. And what you're seeing happen rapidly, Buck Sexton, is the intelligence agencies Uh are running. Running from Joe Biden, front page headline, contradicting Biden, reports warned of rapid collapse. And I'm reading from this article. This is New York Times, by the way. Uh, By July, many intelligence reports grew more pessimistic, questioning whether any Afghan security forces would muster serious resistance and whether the government could hold on. Generals and diplomats, according to a different Wall Street Journal front page, which reads Biden new risks of a hasty withdrawal from the Wall Street Journal. Biden's, quote, decision to bring home U.S. troops was made against the recommendations of his top military generals and many diplomats who warned a hasty withdrawal would undermine security in Afghanistan. Several administration and defense officials said they also say In a series of meetings, his military and intelligence officials told Mr. Biden security was deteriorating in Afghanistan. They said there was no safety and that they should not be pulling out. Buck, you worked in the CIA. This is getting worse and worse for Biden when the intelligence officials are going public through the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times front page and saying, we told you not to do this, you imbecile. They're trying to wash their hands of it and dodge the blame. And remember, Biden was, I listened to the generals. That's right. Remember, that yeah, was just, oh, I'm going yeah. to listen, I'm gonna listen yes. to the science and the generals. That's what we were being told all the time. And now we find out, no, actually, he thinks he, he knows better on this one. Look. There's the the decision overall to wind down this war and the way in which 
it is being wound down, so to speak. And there's no way around that latter part being a disaster at this yes. point. As for the CIA slash intelligence Does that community, surprise you to see come, all these leaks come out like this this no, quickly? No, I mean, look, of, of, of course not, because the I mean, for, for the perception of the public to be, and remember, the bureaucracies think that presidents come and go. They are forever. I mean, yes. That's a line about the State Department, but it applies more generally to the intelligence community overall. And there are a lot of assessments that they do. It's easy for them to go to a favored mouthpiece in the media and say, oh, we, 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 told warned, him. we warned him, right? Because at some point, whether it's the Iraq WMD situation, now this situation, so many other intelligence failures, the rise of ISIS, although Obama was ignoring that. But anyway, the point being, the credibility of the intelligence community is already in tatters in my mind because of what happened with Russia collusion and their hand in all that against Trump, before which there was never any real accountability. And although there was a Durham, we didn't get to it yesterday. There there's is a report that there may be something coming there. Something may be happening with Durham, who I will say, people I know from prosecutors' offices for many, many years say that he is dogged, non political, and doesn't care. And he is kind of the honey badger of prosecutors, if you will. He's going to do it the way he's going to do it. So we could see, although do not hold your breath. Uh, don't take out your watch on that one. We could see something about Russia collusion. But the point here being, Clay, yeah, I mean, they're they're looking at this now as Joe Biden decided that this was a Joe Biden decision. And they're not about to allow the American people to think, in t- at least across the board, that somehow they because. If the CIA slash NSA slash 17, I think it is now intel agencies, missed this, you got to ask them, what would you say you do here? And when we come back, what is the significance of all of these people running from Joe Biden? It's not just the intelligence agencies, Buck. We've got Democrats and independents who voted for him saying they want to change that. I'll give you this blockbuster poll results here coming up in a moment. But first, if you're with AT&T, Verizon or T-Mobile, you are paying too much for your cell service. Pure Talk is on the exact same network using the exact same towers as one of those big carriers. But you get it for so much less. Pure Talk, listen to this, can save the average family over $800 a year. So when you switch to Pure Talk, think of it this way. You, you do this for two or three years, 1600 bucks, 2400 bucks. I mean, this is this is real money, folks. And switching is so easy. You can keep your current phone and your current number, or you can get great savings on a brand new iPhone or Android. That's why Clay and I are both customers. We've got brand new iPhones with Pure Talk service. You should, too. Listen to this offer. Unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data, just $30 a month. From your cell phone, dial pound 250 to switch now and say Pure Talk. You'll save 50% off your first month. That's pound 250, say Pure Talk. You'll have the option to receive a one-time auto-dial text message from Pure Talk. We had a strategic understanding. We, had, we, we They knew... The risk, if they pulled the stunt, that they pulled these 96 hours, what that would mean for them. We told them we knew where they live, we knew their, where their community was. So the, the first thing we do was we had established American strength, American vigilance, and American power would be brought to bear. So that's the most important thing we would have done differently, is we would have demonstrated our resolve to protect and secure Americans and get our people out. Second, we had a understanding about how we were going to execute the sequence. That includes, importantly, President Trump making abundantly clear to all of us we were going to get all of our equipment out every stitch mm. and so we had begun to develop the plans to get that equipment out as well lastly we would have never begun to withdraw our military with so many american civilians still on the ground 
Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. There you had former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo just establishing so that everyone can know and, and understand that it did not have to be this way, that the Biden team's focus on, oh, we had to end the endless war. Oh, everybody wanted us to end Afghanistan. That's not what the vast majority of the people complaining and outraged are talking about. They're talking about the catastrophe of the actual planning here, lack of planning, really, and what's going on. Um, and and the, the gear, for example, I mean, they, they can't even avoid the fact that right now uh, there's billions of dollars of material equipment, guns, Humvees, all kinds of stuff. I mean, those of you who serve know it, it's going to be an enormous list of what we essentially equip the Afghan National Army with that's fallen into the hands of the Taliban. Here, Here's the uh, current, still, I think he should have resigned, but he won't, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan just admitting straight up, yeah, yeah, there's there's some stuff that's going to fall into the hands of the Taliban that the taxpayers paid for. We don't have a complete picture, obviously, of where every article uh, of defense materials has gone, but certainly a fair amount of it has fallen into the hands of the Taliban. And uh, obviously, we, we don't have a sense that they are going to readily hand it over to us at the airport. Yeah, no, yeah. Not, don't know how many Americans are there, Clay. Don't know how to get the Americans out. Don't know how much gear has fallen into their hands. People are starting to take note of this Biden administration's absurdity, and it's actually showing up in your data. Yeah, I'm going to share some data here, but I just want to reinforce. Remember, those of you out there who are afraid that the Taliban might not use this military material uh, to advance human rights, we have we have sent, according to Linda Thomas-Greenfield, our ambassador to the UN, just so you know, guys, we sent, and this is a direct quote from her, a very strongly worded press statement to the Taliban to let them know that we will we expect them to be respectful of human rights. So people out there, you might be thinking, hey, now they've got all of our weapons. The Taliban haven't exactly been great guys. I want you to know the Biden administration is on this. They sent a very strongly worded letter. They're going to put the letter in the file of the Taliban at the U.N. And, and you know, with a letter in the file, that is serious business. So, the Taliban ambassadors are not going to be invited to the oh, next Martha's Vineyard bash of the uh, elites they, and the globalists. They that's for are sure. not getting to go to Obama's 70th birthday party. Uh, this is, by the way, uh, data. That is pretty significant, I think. The question we asked Buck was, okay, this is a foreign policy disaster. Now, it ties in with the border. It ties in with the murder rate. It ties in with inflation. It ties in with COVID. We haven't even hardly talked about these absurd booster shots that everybody's going to get after eight months. Rasmussen uh, did a new poll to look at how people thought about their vote in the 2020 presidential election. Now, almost all of you out there listening to us right now don't regret your vote at all because we voted for Donald Trump as opposed to Joe Biden. But what we've been talking about, Buck, is this question. Would independents and even some Democrats, moderate Democrats, start to regret supporting Joe Biden, buying into that fear porn? Here's crazy. Democrats, Democrats, nearly one in 10 of Joe Biden voters who are Democrats regret their decision now to vote for Joe Biden. 12% of moderates are saying 
the AKA independence, that they regret their vote for Joe Biden. And this is also interesting. 14% of black voters regret voting for Joe Biden. Asked how they would vote today, 37% said they would vote for Joe Biden for president today, down from the 45% who said they did after the election. What would that look like? 43% say they would vote for uh, Donald Trump. So right now, according to this poll, 6% more people would vote for Donald Trump than Joe Biden, which means that Trump would win in a landslide if the election were taking place today. And this is supposed to be in roughly the honeymoon period for a new presidency. This is year one. All he had to do was not mess everything up. Get us out of COVID. Get the shots out. Let the economy come back. But when you look at every decision that's been made from the absolute recklessness and lawlessness at the U.S.-Mexico border an affirmative decision by the Biden team yes. to make it so. And remember when Kamala was the border czar? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that all disappeared. And where the is crime, she, by the, the way? Crime, what, what is she even doing? She like, is, where is she? She is smart enough to know to stay, stay out, out of the, of the political, fire? stay away from the political blast radius as much as you can here because she knows. I mean, the border issue for her a few months back was a disaster and she just ended up getting. Uh, politically tainted by it at some level. And now with, with Afghanistan, she's hoping nobody remembers that in April she was leaking out there. That oh, you know, I'm, I'm really involved, involved yeah. in the Afghan withdrawal plans because she knows that this administration is embattled. And let's remember for an administration, and Clay, you gave all those numbers, which is a powerful and reminder one, to everybody. I've got that, one more that, for you. That, by that the there's way. something else here. But this is an administration that has 90, 90, 90 to 95% of corporate media in its pocket, doing its bidding, propping it up, pretending like when Joe goes wandering into the petunias because he's confused outside the White House, it's no big deal. And we still have people regretting their votes. I want to to hammer this home one more time. Because we've talked, Buck, about how so many people are committed to their side of the political equation that they won't look at the data. According to this Rasmussen poll, 13% of Democrats say they would vote for Trump today. That's not independents. That's 13% of Democrats say they would support Donald Trump right now. If the election were being held today, based on these polls, Trump would win in a landslide. Yeah, and the media will discount this, but they'll say that Rasmussen is a traditionally pro-Trump pollster and everything. Look, we, we all can see this now. If you were undecided going into the 2020 election and you heard oh but it'll everything will go back to normal yes. right that's you were promised normalcy that's what biden which, ran on which was super appealing to people that had been through at that point almost a, a year of covid restrictions and, yes. and madness right so the return to normalcy biden in the basement that was the pitch if you were one of those people you have to see what's going on. Now, does the economy feel good? Does it feel like cities have come back from COVID? Does it, does feel, it feel normal? Like the boat? Does it feel That's normal? That's the essence of the question. The answer is no, Not if you're being honest about yes. it. So there was a swindle involved here. And the same people in the press right now who are pretending, oh, uh, Biden, we've got to ask real questions. This doesn't look good. They were the ones who were telling you a year ago that you know Donald Trump was worse than Hitler and that Joe Biden would actually make everything all, all nice and fun and better. They lied to you. They lied to you. And you know what? Trump being forced off of social media might actually be helping him a little bit 
because it makes Biden look more incompetent and tr- it's hard to tie it to Trump, right? right. It's without not the great, orange man battle. Without the great Satan there for Biden to blame everything on, he has to deal with his own incompetence instead of being able to rely on Trump. I, I don't want to spend t- much of our time on it, but for everybody out there, if you're wondering how awful journalists and journalism oh my is, God. Yes. there's a Washington Post, it's an opinion piece, but there's a Washington Post piece that's, that what, what the headline clay is what it's it's sure the Taliban has Twitter and Trump doesn't because the Taliban plays by the rules. Why? I, why Trump's band and the Taliban aren't. They play by the go. rules. The Washington Post. I mean, book, democracy dies in darkness. Wh- what did I say yesterday on the show, Clay? I said, if You're you right. really asked a leftist. Who is more dangerous to have on Twitter, the Ayatollah or Trump, the Taliban or Trump? Who deserves more to get a terms of service violation be removed? Nine out of ten leftists would tell you, oh, Trump is far more dangerous than the Taliban. This is what they've actually convinced themselves of. We'll be getting back to all this in a moment. We we have Rob O'Neill. Many of you know him from his appearances on on Fox. Uh, He's a former Navy SEAL who was on the mission that uh, got justice for the American people against Osama bin Laden. Rob will join us to give his thoughts on Afghanistan. He served multiple tours, Iraq, Afghanistan. You guys all know him. He's a, he's a true American warrior. We also have Amber Smith joining in the third hour. She was a Kiowa combat pilot in Afghanistan and also a Defense Department official in the Trump administration. I want to talk to her about the, uh, you know, over the horizon, beyond the horizon capabilities, essentially airstrikes and things like that that are supposed to be so important for the counterterrorism mission that we're going to be on now. We're coming to that. Plus, Fauci, even Joe Rogan has had enough of Fauci now, which is great, by the way. We'll get the into this in a little bit. spin against Fauci is going to be right. We need him. We need, we need Rogan to get his audience and his people to unite with the Clay and Buck audience in Fauci is the worst. Yes. We need this That's for the country to come need. back to normal. But, you know, this year marks the 20th anniversary of 9-11, 20 years since nearly 3,000 innocent civilians were killed by terrorists right here in the USA. Inspired from that day, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been honoring America's heroes ever since. They're bringing hope to families across the country by giving 200 mortgage-free homes to heroes and their families. Gold Star and fallen first responder families with young children are getting their mortgages paid off so they can stay in their homes where their memories are, Clay. Yeah, and look, our nation's catastrophically injured first responders and veterans are getting smart homes equipped with features to help them live their lives independently. So many of these veterans enlisted after 9-11 to serve as part of America's response and to protect our freedom. In an emotional tribute to the fallen, Frank Siller's Never Forget Walk takes him more than 500 miles by foot to connect the 9-11 sites. And right now, you can help Tunnel to Towers honor America's heroes. How do you do it? You donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, 
Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Uh, those who are spreading, spreading false and dangerous information are killing people. I don't know how to say it any more directly. People who are going out there and saying false and demonstrably, inac- demonstrably inaccurate information about the utility and value of masks, about the safety and importance of vaccinations to prevent this disease, are killing people. Yeah, that is Kentucky Department of Health Commissioner Dr. Stephen Stack. I'm Clay Travis. He's Buck Sexton. And here's the deal, uh, bud. Masks don't work. And we've been saying that for a while, Buck. I just tweeted the data out. You know, everybody was focused on everything surrounding Texas and Florida. And now that it's starting to be the case that states like Oregon and Hawaii, deep blue states that have masked as hard as you can mask, are now setting hospitalization records. Well, all of a sudden, the storyline is changing. The CDC just came out and said, hey, these vaccines, they wane a little bit. Hawaii buck has had 486 straight days of masks that they have required people to wear. And Hawaii just hit a brand new record for hospitalizations in their state. I just want to know what Ron DeSantis is doing to Hawaii, Clay. Yeah. Why is Governor DeSantis spreading COVID in Hawaii? It's amazing how this storyline changes as soon as red states start to wane. And look, we told you this was going to happen. We're going to get... Alex Berenson on maybe Friday again because he's been proven right. Super right on this, on the vaccine waning in efficacy. When everybody was banning him, remember he got banned on Twitter for saying, hey, the data reflects that the vaccines wane. He was looking at Israel. Twitter shut him down for a week. We let him come in studio with us and talk to you for an hour. Uh, You know, last week I was showing up at the school board arguing against kids having to wear masks because they don't work. But Hawaii and Oregon are surging now. Florida and Texas look like they may well have hit their peak, and all the red states are going to start to decline, and the storyline is changing now. I just want to say, how many people right now all across the country have heard anywhere other than on this show, Clay, that Oregon actually just set on August 17th an all time, according to this, I'm looking yeah, at the, I'm looking at the, at the at data the right now from the New York Times. Oregon in December 2020, 1800, January 800. Oregon just set by far. Yes. It's all time case high. Why aren't CNN anchors badgering Governor Kate Brown of Oregon about why she wants old people to die? Why aren't they harassing the state of Oregon about how they don't listen to the science? The politicization of the COVID situation from the Democrat-aligned corporate media is disgusting. It's so obvious. And it disappears, Buck, as soon as a red state 
goes off the stage, right? We're talking about Hawaii and Oregon, the bluest of the blue states, governors who have been as restrictive about COVID as any governors could be in the country. And they just set in Oregon and they just set in Hawaii all-time highs for COVID hospitalizations, for COVID infections, for COVID cases, uh, and all it's 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 not talked about. Probably everybody listening to us has just heard yeah. it for the first time. Hawaii, as we all know, one of the most beautiful places yes. on earth. And I love I love the people who live in Hawaii, but somehow it has among the worst state you know level governments yes. and officials. I mean, it gave us Maisie Hirono for heaven's yes. sake. So that's Hawaii. I got a I got a bone to pick with you. I got a bone to pick with you, but. Uh, on the on the issue of cases, Clay, and where it's all going now, there's going to be a desperation to try to convince people not to look at this data. And so that's why they have, for example, this AP story on uh, on DeSantis promoting a drug. They said AP story on DeSantis promotion of effective covid drug criticized as attempted hit job. That's on Fox News. The Associated Press wrote a piece on this guy saying that he was promoting a drug that is effective uh, against uh, Regeneron, a monoclonal antibody, which remember how Alex Berenson said, why aren't they talking about monoclonal antibodies? Yeah. They work really, really well. Right. DeSantis is talking about this, getting the word out. The AP runs a piece on how, well, there's some kind of a financial incentive for the same thing DeSantis. that 60, 60 Minutes tried to do, and we talked about that story, and what is ultimately going on, you should pay attention here, is... The Democrats are terrified of Ron DeSantis because he calls into question their entire COVID fear porn industry. And if that happens, then as you start to look forward, if Trump decides to run again, DeSantis is a really good VP, right? Really great VP I, I, choice. I, I think Trump. I think Trump right now he's making his own Rocky montage for the comeback. Given what's going on with Biden, I think. Well, that's the what's data happening. we talked about earlier I from Erasmus, and um, know, I don't think Biden would run. By the way, I don't think Kamala would run. This is going to be fun to watch play out as everybody yeah. is running for the hills as the Biden administration is falling apart. When we come back, we're going to talk with Rob O'Neill, the man who shot Osama bin Laden, see what he thinks about the situation that is going on right now in Afghanistan, and we're going to continue to break that down. And New York City, in effect today, the vaccine passports, and guess what? People are pretty unhappy, and some folks are saying, hold on a second. This looks kind of racist, actually, what's going on. We will make sense of all of this and more coming up here on It's the hard Clay to be right about so much, Buck. Buck Show. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel Towers Foundation made a promise to ensure we never forget. Since then, Tunnel Towers has been committed to supporting America's heroes and their families. Heroes like U.S. Army Specialist Michael Hook. Hook was killed in Iraq when his helicopter was shot down. He enlisted in the military after graduating high school and left behind a pregnant fiancé who gave birth to a son that he would never meet. But thanks to the generosity of friends like you, Tunnel Towers paid off the mortgage on his family's home 
relieving a financial burden and bringing stability. The foundation helps Gold Star and fallen first responder families, as well as our nation's most severely injured heroes and homeless veterans. Join Tunnel the Towers on its mission to do good. America's heroes are counting on you. 95 cents of every dollar you give goes directly to its programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices our heroes have made for us. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.